Welcome to Tiger Talk, the podcast for Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut, where we talk about everything Mercy, including students, faculty and staff, alumni, and leaders in our community. Learn more about Mercy High School at our website, mercyhigh.com. and welcome to our latest episode of the Tiger Talk podcast, where we talk about everything related to Mercy High School in Middletown, Connecticut. My name is Alyssa Dijon. I'm the president of Mercy, and I'm really happy to be the host for today's episode. And I am really excited today to be joined by an alumna as well as a student, and they do share art in common. And so this is going to be a really great uh, episode to talk about art and and all things uh, wonderful about it. So first, I'd love to say hello to Jen Casey Romer, class of 2008. Hi, Jen, and welcome to Tiger Talk. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Great. And Lauren, uh, hello. Lauren's a junior. Welcome to Tiger Talk. Hi, thank you for having me. So, so this is going to be, this is so great to, to talk to both of you about this. Now, Jen, you are a professional artist. So would you just be able to tell us a little bit about kind of this, this career you have right now? Yeah. So I graduated Mercy in 2008, like you said. And then um, from there, I went to Rhode Island School of Design and I studied painting. And so I wasn't really sure what I wanted to to do with that, if that painting was going to be my, you know, my full-time career. Um, but once I graduated, I kind of decided to keep my studio practice private. So I ended up moving more into design and I now work and do a lot of marketing and a lot of branding. So that's kind of where a lot of um, that creative problem solving manifested in my life. Um, however, I do still do a lot of work in the fine arts um, and that practice does anything from sketching and, and observational drawing all the way to, to painting and then sometimes doing fun projects like uh, Sister Mary's Portrait. So my creative life is kind of split off into, into two separate tracks. Nice. Um, one, one of that's m- much more personal, um, which I think we're going to talk a lot more about today. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so speaking, speaking of Sister Mary's portrait, so I have it right here next to me. And so I'm just going to hold it, hold it up here. This is now for our listeners, they can obviously not see this right now, but if they want to come and visit us at Mercy High School, they will see it hanging um, in our auditorium foyer. But I was wondering, Jen, if you could describe this portrait to our listeners. Uh, sure. Um, so this is an oil portrait of Sister Mary, um, who's very, very important person in anybody who's associated with Mercy um, in their lives. I created this portrait to honor her as she was going into retirement um, after a very long and wonderful career um, helping at all of us Mercy girls out. So I was asked to create this oil painting. Um, it's about the same size as like it would be one-to-one scale. Um, so it kind of looks like it's the same size as like a human being would actually be. Um, and I used a lot of um, blues. I wanted her to feel very glowy um, and also tie in a lot of those mercy colors. And this was done over the course of many months and just kind of revisiting Sister Mary in my uh, home studio almost every day, like working on her a little bit to, to bring her up. That's so exciting. Do you put like pictures of her next to the art that you're working on? Or how did you, how do you capture her so vividly? So Mrs. Bergen actually sent me a portrait that she wanted me to yep. work from. And it, and it was, it was great because it was super clear. Um, however, I realized as I was working into it that 
a lot of studio lighting was used. So that's really hard to, to capture when you're trying to create a portrait that's more traditional, has more traditional, um, you know, contrasts. So I had to kind of also from memory, remember Sister Mary's face and how shadow changed when you did have not studio lighting, which kind of makes a lot of the evenness, creates a lot of evenness on the face. Um, so that was one of the big challenges was trying to make the um, reference this photograph that I had as well as being like, okay, let me imagine Sister Mary also in like this type of room where there's like a brighter light and more contrast. So this part referencing an image and then the other part was having to, to draw in some memory of Sister Mary. Yeah, it's it's exquisite. It really is. Thank it's a, you so I love much. Being, <laughs> I love being in the same room as all of these. Um, and so I'm gonna, I wanna share with you what Lauren has done because um, I also similarly asked Lauren, we, we asked Lauren if she would uh, create a scene showing us mercy. And oh, wow. A little bit of glare here. And so Lauren, would you mind telling us kind of what, what medium this is and what inspired you to create mercy to, to look like this? So this was actually my first acrylic painting that I had ever really draw, uh, painted. So it was a kind of new experience for me because I'd never worked with oils, acrylics, mm -hmm. watercolors. I've never really worked with them a lot. So I had actually drawn this, like the sketch for it about five times and I had <laughs> painted it three times because mm -hmm. it just was not, it was really hard for me to do because I was sort of experimenting for what would work the best. And then I ended up um, doing it a little bit of a different approach. I wanted to make it more realistic, but it ended up being more on the colorful side, which I ended up liking better because I felt like it caught a better essence of mercy and sort of just like the life it brings. And yeah, it took uh, quite a long time, but it was fun to do. That's awesome. It's That's your first acrylic painting? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I had, I had always like I've been always good at like this is random, but I've always been good at like painting on pumpkins with acrylic paints, but I've never mm -hmm. done a real acrylic painting before. <laughs> wow. Well, it's it's great. I uh, acrylic's really hard. <laughs> painting is really hard. <laughs> what what's so nice about it is it it I do agree. It kind of captures the essence of mercy. It's it's a very happy. It, I don't it makes me happy when I look at it. And it looks like a place where I want to go inside <laughs> and spend time, which is I, where I think a lot of people think about when they think of mercy. And um, so this we have hanging in our right across from our main office. And then because Lauren did such a lovely job on this one, we asked Lauren if she would paint a winter scene. And so this is the original that Lauren painted. And then we've turned this into now what will be our Christmas card this year. So here's mercy at Christmas time. So Lauren, can you describe this? Because this has a different, a much different feel from the, the other Mercy scene that you did. Yeah, um, that picture is actually made with uh, Prismacolor coloring pencils because I ended up running out of paint, so I couldn't paint it again. <laughs> um, yeah, this one I had only done two previous sketches of because I had had some experience in coloring pencils, but I work mainly with just like regular writing pencils. So this was like, again, something I wasn't very familiar with. Um, this one's similar to the other one. I added a lot more colors because I felt like it just, I don't know, it just makes it look happier. And yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> I think those liberties with, um, you know, how you're, you're looking at something and then choosing to express, I think that's, you know, that's what makes, that's what makes this, this stuff good. You know, the, your interpretation of what you're looking at. You're, you're, no, you're right because it's, you look at it and you know, it's Mercy High School, 
but mm-hmm. it's very familiar. <laughs> each thing, each, it, it elicits this feeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, maybe we don't always have wreaths hanging up on the glass because how would we actually do that? But when you look at it, it creates this feeling, this happy kind of Christmas feeling and just the, the colors in it and, and things like that. Are, are, yeah. Are it's really hard to get color out of snow. So. <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So it was just, it was a really nice way to, to do that. So yeah, those are um, great. I know. So it's just, I'm, I'm glad that you two are meeting in this podcast <laughs> because you can see how you've taken these iconic images, right? We've got sister Mary, we've got the front of Mercy high school with the shield, you know, those, when you see those images, you instantly think of Mercy high school and you've been able to kind of bring them to life and make them such vibrant images and, and these connotations of kind of happiness and, and comfort. Yeah. And I think also, you know, participating with something that we, we both, you know, have memories or I have memories of, but means, you know, an institution. And I think our interpretation of that and then being, you know, mercy using that, I think is, you know, that's also really interesting is just having a, you know, a, a sort of say in in how mercy is represented. You know, as an alumni or as a student, being able to participate in that image building, you know, that's also that's an honor and and really, um, it's a whole other type of of art making. You know, representing something that you're a part of, like that. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, Lauren, I know you're really just getting started. These are kind of your first pieces ever. So what are you interested in doing? after you graduate from Mercy? You know, what are what are you interested in perhaps studying in college? I've thought about that a lot. And a lot of people ask me and I always am like, I don't know what I want to do, but I've thought about it. And I think I might want to do something either in business or in architecture, um, but I'm not really sure yet. I'm still trying to figure out what will make me the happiest and I'll be most successful in. That's great. And Jen, do you have any advice for a young artist who may be interested in turning her, her passion into a career? I think cre- either way, creative expression is so important for, I mean, really for any young person, but somebody who's particularly um, interested in, in pursuing a career in the arts, I think, you know, while I didn't necessarily go and make my career based on a, like a studio practice, you know, getting getting that education, which was really the time to, to do problem uh, creative problem solving and, you know, spend time, you know, working on on creative problems in the studio. I think that, you know, following my gut instinct there, um, that ended up inevitably opening other doors for me. So I think, I think it's a lot of pressure for young people trying to figure out what they're going to do with their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really identifying what's going to, I think, allow you to tap into your skills and, and really grow those as best as possible. So, you know, you can always change you know, change what you're studying. It's not like you have to have everything set in stone. It's really just figuring out things that you're naturally inclined to. So my biggest advice for somebody deciding on, you know, if they're going to, to pursue a career in the arts is just, you know, being able to, to know what it is that you um, kind of boiling that down and seeing what it is you really like about that. And then also just taking off a lot of the pressure, you know, it's not like you can always change courses you know, that's kind of the benefit of being in a creative field. There's just, you open up a lot of doors there. You have a lot of opportunity to, to pivot and to, to be changing. So it's always hard to give advice to somebody who's um, at that 
very early stage because I think the biggest advice I always give people at that age is just to, you're, you're going to be fine. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's, you're going to learn so much about yourself. And if you do have these natural inclinations um, or skills, you know, it's uh, feed those, you know, no matter what, if you don't end up going and, and doing that professionally, that's okay. You know, right. um, it's really just figuring out how to best express those things. And if they can feed into the, your career, that's great. Um, I was very stressed out when I was applying to colleges and all that. So <laughs> that's what I would say to my, my younger self. It's so true because you, you don't know, you don't necessarily know in high school what you want to do for the rest of your life, <laughs> but, totally. you're, but you're, but you're right. Jen, the way you described it though, is inclinations. You can mm-hmm. kind of figure out what you're, you might be interested in, what you like to do, and mm-hmm. you can kind of maybe follow that for a bit and see if that leads you down a, down a path that feels fulfilling. Yeah, absolutely. And you can always, you know, you can always change at any time. You know, you're never, you're never trapped in anything. So in terms of, in terms of career, that's right. You can always pivot. That's so true. So Lauren, do you take any art classes at Mercy now? Uh, Right now I am doing studio art, which is an independent art study. So I can basically just do any sort of art project that I want to do. And I just go at my own pace. Wow. That's great. And I think you've also done scientific illustration, correct? Uh, Yeah, I've done an art credit um, every single year. So in freshman year, I did basic art, I believe. And then in sophomore year, I did a half year of scientific illustration. Nice. Jen, did you take any art classes when you were at Mercy? Oh, yeah. That was, um, I took, I I believe I took like one to two independent studies um, every single semester. Um, So I I did a lot of that. It's great that they have scientific illustration. That sounds like such a fun course. Um, there was only, f- I believe, four different classes that they offered when I, when I was there, but I knew that they were expanding. Um, so that's that's really exciting. That's really interesting that you guys have that. So I'll ask Lauren too. So what other classes are you, or activities are you doing to try to figure out what you might want to do next? Particularly at Mercy, I'm involved in Helping Hands, Helping Paws, which is like a um, club for helping animals. And then I'm a part of Fight Against Cancer, uh, Spanish National Honor Society. And then out of out of Mercy, I'm, I have an internship at the Shoreline Arts Alliance, and I'm a senior intern there. And I illustrate books, and I do commissions. But none of them really have helped me figure out what I want to do. I'm still trying to figure it out, you know. <laughs> but I'm not sure. But I think that it's, it, it takes time for everyone. And I don't want to do something that I won't love to do. Sure. I mean, I'm still figuring it out. So right. that helps. <laughs> so um, Jen, what, do you have any favorite uh, like tradition or, or memory from, from Mercy that you want to share with the listeners? Oh, I mean, I, one of my favorite, I guess, around this time would be um, where all of the, the different classes painted the hallway windows. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember that very vividly. Um, it was just a, it would just the, a, a little bit of competition between the classes was was nice, but um, that's a that's a one of my favorite memories of how Mercy does Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun. Yeah, it, it's fun to watch the. I'm watching the um, electronic board that usually has announcements and things, but right now it just has a Yule log and it's <laughs> like a fireplace and the mm-hmm. logs are burning and it's it's very nice it's very yeah. nice. mercy gets so cozy <laughs> <laughs> so cozy on christmas 
it's so funny. Do you guys still do the the cakewalk? Was that what that was called? Oh, the cake auction. Cake auction. The cake auction. <laughs> we did it last year. It it was a very different. It was a very different feel. We had to use technology a lot more, but it was still a pretty loud event. <laughs> yeah, that that event holds such a dear place in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. That's Me such a too. fun one. That's, that one's been around for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I have a question. Question because I'm I'm telling you, you two are very good artists, and um, I'm not so much. So I'm wondering, so for people who aren't artists per se, like me, um, what would be a good thing to try like for as a hobby? You know, if I said, I want to try making a beautiful picture, like what type of medium should I use? Remember, I'm like, I'm not an artist. What should I try? What's forgiving, I think is my question. Well, I know that when I, when people, people have asked me that, like, hey, how can I get better at drawing? (laughs) And I always say something that's really fun to do is just like, if you're interested in like pencil work, you can draw like eyes. And I, I, when I was younger, my entire homework, just eyes, just eyes. Me too. I went through that too. (laughs) (laughs) I think, I think it's just really what you, uh, what medium you prefer. If you like painting, you can draw landscapes, you can draw anything really. I don't know. I mean, you can paint. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I think, um, I would definitely not start with oils Yeah, because <laughs> that's really hard. Um, I mean, a lot of the mediums it's, I think that if you wanted to do painting, maybe starting with some like watercolor mm-hmm. or just keeping it simple, you know, only a couple colors like acrylics. Um, but I think it's really easy to get overwhelmed and to think that you're doing a bad job and then just want to stop. So mm-hmm. Um, however, you can make that like more comfortable for you. I love painting outside and drawing outside. I think that is, you know, something that is really fun. You're looking and observing and, you know, you're reacting to that. So that's kind of also makes you less, a little bit less pressure than being like sitting and staring at a blank canvas and trying to start. Um, that can help. Um, but also, you know, there's a lot of different forms of creativity. If painting and drawing is not your thing, you know, maybe working with clay or sculpting or cooking or baking or, you know, uh, painting on pumpkins or painting on cookies, you know, that kind of thing. Like that's, that also counts. So. Okay. I yeah. do like to bake. So maybe I'll, I might just stick with baking for a little bit as my creative um, spot, but maybe watercolor that does seem a little more forgiving. Just- yeah. Inks, inks are fun, you know, getting in also doing like stamping and, and those kinds of things. Um, yeah. Keeping the pressure off so you can just kind of let yourself get used to it. If you, if you've never touched a paintbrush or anything like that. Yeah. Not, not too much. Not too much. <laughs> That's funny. I I'm thinking about the two of you drawing eyes in your notebooks and I was, I was basically <laughs> drawing like right angles and right. And so, and I really like math. So Mm-hmm. Kind of see okay. maybe, maybe what you doodle in your notebook, you know, is a kind of a precursor for what, what field you might be interested in. So I was definitely not going to be an artist. <laughs> yeah. I remember um, sophomore year when I was reading um, Lord of the Flies, just drawing a bunch of eyes in my like Lord of the Flies, like the back of that book, which I still have. <laughs> but uh, that's like a, from, from when I was learning that at Mercy, I have a whole book of eyes. My physics teacher was looking at my notebook and she was like, Lauren, this, this eye, it's beautiful. Cause I was just drawing <laughs> eyes in my physics notebook. <laughs> I'm going to go home tonight and try to draw some eyes and I'll, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, you might love it. <laughs> they might. I mean, that's, there 
might be a hidden artist inside of me that I just don't know about. Yeah. You're just really good at eyes. You had no idea. Right. I'm going to have to give this a try. This is fantastic. All right. So I'm going to start with eyes and then I'm going to go into watercolors maybe, but I'll leave, I'll, I'll leave the, the mercy, the, uh, the major mercy images to the two of you. <laughs> I am just so in awe of the two of you because this is just, it's, it's a skill. And I mean, you're, you're both so creative and so expressive uh, in these beautiful ways. And I'm just, uh, I'm just so appreciative that we've had this time to talk. That's so nice. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for your, for your time. Yeah. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this is my first podcast I've ever, I've ever yeah, talked to. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm so thankful you could join us. And I'm really thankful to our listeners today uh, for listening. And we hope that you come to Mercy to see these beautiful works of art in person. Uh, so so thank you, uh, Lauren and, and Jen, for joining us today. And everyone, thank you and have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Tiger Talk podcast. Listen to the latest episodes at mercyhigh.com or subscribe to get the latest podcasts delivered to your device, either at iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. Spotify.